0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, yeah. hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green yep. Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Yep. Yep. Have you registered for SEMA Pint Night? You got to go now. Put your phone down. Click on a keyboard. Wait. No, don't do that. Don't put your phone down. Just like DJ says, swipe up if you're on Apple. Swipe up. Get rid of this. Still listen to it. But go to your browser. Go to semapintnight.com. Get pre-registered. That way you don't have to wait. We'll see you at the Gordon Beers Brewery, November 5th, 8 to 10 o'clock. semapintnight.com. <coughs> hey guys this is marshall total auto solutions it's monday i'm feeling a uh, a bit positive because it's 45 degrees and drizzly in tulsa oklahoma yeah i know right Ugh. one of the christines from two girls detail the uh the blonde christine put on today on her story <laughs> how fortunate it was to live in California because it was sunny and like 75 all the time. It's like, yeah. Well, it's 45 and drizzly here. Not exactly too excited to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But I know there's other places that have started winter already, getting snow, and it's even colder. So I feel sorry for you guys too. Let's all move to California and pay high rent. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, Monday motivation, if you want to call it. Hey, listen. We're um, we've dove heavy into our new texting platform. It is uh, our texting community for Total Auto Solutions. Would love uh, you guys, since you're a part of that community. Also, the Total Auto Solutions would love for you to be a part of it. Also, so text me 918-800-1188 if you ever need anything. Um, that way, uh, hey shoot us uh, any type of messages anything we can help you out with that is what uh, that platform is there for we sent out a message the other day and I will read it for you because I think it uh, I think it's imperative to, to help understand sort of the mindset of where I'm going with this okay so out to a bunch of people and I wanted to let them know, you know, perfection is something that I have been... It's something that I've struggled with. Um, and I think a lot of it comes from just where I grew up, okay? Growing up in the Midwest, Southern Baptist Midwest. Southern Baptist is a is literally one of the most conservative sides of the whole Christianity realm. Uh and then you go into the, you know, Southern Baptist, you hear of what's called the Bible Belt. You know, if if the Midwest is a Bible Belt, Tulsa is the Belt Buckle. Uh, there's literally probably more churches than anything else here. Like, we, there's so many churches, it's ridiculous. Uh, but I mean, so I grew up guaranteed every Sunday every Sunday night most likely would go back Sunday afternoon uh, was probably there already sometime in the weekend my parents would have led a Bible study throughout the week that people would have been over at the house doing Uh, they were teaching as well as I mean it we were raised in in going to strict Southern Baptist Church and inside of that you learn a lot I mean a lot of the way I do my business now uh, comes from just being in the church, right? So there's definitely good things that have evolved out of being in the church. Uh, a lot of those, some of the negative things in my life have definitely come from, uh, from the rigid structure. Okay, so uh, a big book that was put into my life, and I don't read much at all. So especially in high school, if this was a book that I, I think I almost got done with it, I, I read quite a bit of it. I only read one book all through high school, and that was the natural a uh, good book on baseball. right The movie was a little different. Uh, the movie, I liked the ending of the home run and the, the, the lights breaking, and you know, that much better ending to than the book where he strikes out. So but uh, I had to write a 20-something page report on that in my junior year of high school, so I had to at least read, finish reading my first book ever would have been my junior year of high school but so somewhere through high school I read a book also called uh, in the pursuit of holiness and that book was designed for young men to set aside their own personal desires as many young men have uh, a lot of desires to be free with themselves and explore every single thing possible under the Sun because That's what you're supposed to do as a 14, 15, 20, 24, 28, 30, the young men. That's just what you do, right? Pursue whatever it is that you want, right? Well, we were trained not to pursue the things that are flesh, like things that inside and things, your mind and your body, um, whatever it is that you desired. We were taught to suffocate that in a sense put it against the standard of God. standard of God was holiness. And there was a verse that they would use to encourage us to put away, um, well, Paul would say, put away your former things. He would say, put away uh, stuff that you used to do. Um, But the the verse that this book really talked about was, uh, I think it was an Old Testament verse. It was written thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago to uh, Jewish people in Middle East, right? And they were trying to create a nation and do it based on what, uh, you know, the Ten Commandments and then the Israelites with Leviticus and it was just nothing but a bunch of rules and laws. So God had told them to be holy as I am holy, right? That was... It was the verse that was the premise of this book. So for people uh, to be like God would be that they should pursue holiness. And holiness, in a sense, was without blemish. Okay, so imagine being a teenager that, right? How the fuck is a teenager going to be holy? How's a teenager going to be without blemish, right? Extremely impossible to do, but that was the calling put on to our lives. It's what we were supposed to be. Okay, so uh, I sent out uh, in this text message um, talking about pursuing perfection because the pursuit of perfection for detailers, for me, for Uh, people that try that, they can arrange a lot of struggles and a lot of difficulties and a lot of bad practices and a lot of failures. Okay. Uh, Also a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, a lot of questioning, a lot of not actually having peace in your life and understanding where you're going as a business, but you're trying to pursue perfection. And so I sent out a text and let me go read it uh, because I wanted to share somebody's response. And I said, here's what I said, I said, Hey, just wanted to say, keep pushing and stop judging yourself in life and in business. It doesn't matter if you're perfect. It matters that you're moving forward. All right. So I think this is very applicable for anybody that wants to listen whether that's via text or whether it's via Audible with this podcast. Your pursuit of being a perfect detailer will be the end of your detailing career. First of all, you will never be perfect. And second of all, that pursuit of trying to be perfect will be your undermine and not your glorification in a sense it will be your achilles heel it will be your uh kryptonite All right perfection can never ever be uh, achieved but as detailers which really what what we try for okay look at our photos look at what we say look at what we do on instagram so many people want to have the perfect uh correction the perfect gloss photo the perfect everything's got to be perfect right Uh, because the best detailers are ones that that achieve perfection that when a customer opens up their car it is absolutely clean there's no stains there's no there's nothing wrong there they didn't miss anything there's actually training on how to go through systematic detailing so that you can be the perfect detailer Okay. Now I'm not in this talk saying that you should not try and do good, right? I'm not saying that you should charge somebody 200 bucks for a full detail and give them a mini detail. Okay. Let's just go ahead and clarify that right now. Um, I think think perfection for me, I think I gravitated over to detailing very, mm, I think it was a very good transition coming out of Religion and I mean, listen, I was still extremely religious when I was a detailer. <laughs> um, extremely, um, but it made sense, it made sense to have a perfect detailed car. And I learned how to achieve a really good detail by listening to some of my m- most picky uh, greatest, uh, um, greatest customers though. The ones that were the pickiest were the ones that were the most loyal in a sense. They were the ones, and I wouldn't even say loyal. They were the most addicted, right? If I gave them exactly what they wanted, they used us every week guaranteed like clockwork. And, and, and I achieved everything I could for them right? That's what you do for your your biggest, your greatest customers. And that anxiety now still struggles with trying to achieve perfection for every one of my customers. We have some very large accounts that have been with us for, you know, we're about to celebrate 10 years. Uh, Many of our big accounts have been with us almost nine years. You know, it took six months to get our first account, uh, and shortly after that, a couple of them jumped on board and, you know, those guys have been, well, would have been over nine years now, but, uh, anyway, trying to achieve perfection for them. whoo, boy, that was, that was a lot of work, right? takes a lot of work to achieve perfection day in, week out, months, and years later. So, What we've learned from people trying to achieve perfection is it creates a lot of anxiety and a lot of struggles, which is what the premise of this was. Hey, you don't need to achieve perfection. You just need to keep going. Okay. Like it doesn't matter if you're perfect, it matters that you're moving forward. So you make a mistake, you know, people make mistakes. Just as long as you're progressing, as long as you're learning from your mistakes. See, my customers that became so loyal, they. I think it's because you, you push and grow as hard as you can for them, do what they need done, absolute best way that you can, but understanding that it's not going to be perfect. Understanding that, That you're going to give them everything you have in a sense. You're going to lay it all out on the field. But at the end of the buzzer, at the end of the day, not every play was done exactly perfect. Not everything was done exactly right. And being able to have an inner peace to say, you know, that's okay. I'm going to still keep going and still keep trying and still keep, keep, keep that's a much better mentality than always trying to push yourself to be perfect okay so when you know what what is it that that can can get you to that point All right so i for me for me trying to help with the anxiety of perfection trying to help with the struggle of always thinking i had to perform at at that level I think it, it, it helped me realize a couple things, okay? First, first, I had to realize there's no way I could make it, right? There's just no way that I personally could do that the rest of my life. Now, if you're going to be a detailer for a couple years, if you're going to be a solopreneur um, and have a shop that you do one car a day, you know, maybe you got another guy and you know, you're gonna do a couple of cars a day. Uh but but it's not really a full long term I think they call that the long tail, you know, something that can really stretch on for a long ways. Perfection and doing a, a one car a day, two car a day just isn't isn't gonna work. It's not a long term play. Your your body can't do it, you can't do it. You need help, you need people, you need a team if you want to stay in a business long-term, right? How many, if we call them old school, old heads, uh, detailers five plus years is really a big deal in today's society. A detailer that's been in it 10 plus years is really, really you're starting to get to a cream of the crop. Somebody that's been in it 15 years or more that those are those are very unicorn. You know, there's there's companies that are, like chemical companies definitely. You know, there's chemical salesmen. There's detailers that have started as detailers and then they they literally just can't make it and they go join a company. Right? You see that today and day out. Like, oh, I've loved, I'm not detailing more now. I'm I'm doing this. Right? It happens all the time. Or. You know, they get picked up by a company um, and suddenly they're a trainer, which is great. Good for them that they grew a business and uh, now they're a trainer. Hats off to, I think, is it Matt Kelly? Is that, uh, so I get mixed up with some of the CP guys, but was it Five Point Detail or something like runs a shop, like a full blown fucking badass detail shop? but then make sales with CP at the same time. I don't know their whole setup, I don't, right? But somebody like that, that's a complete, complete rarity that you could build up a business and then plus sell for somebody. I I don't know how his whole mindset is. Uh, But most of the time you have people that will kind of close down their business a bit because they just couldn't do it by themselves. And they found a better opportunity going with a uh, company, a sales company. Um, but if, if somebody's going to really grow long-term, they need more than just themselves. And to bring in somebody more than just themselves, they're going to bring in a second. They're going to need three or four. What was interesting about Mark from Firehouse, if you if you heard his episode, that guy's got multiple locations, multiple trucks on the road. In order to do that, there's no way his company could produce cars at 100% perfection all the time. Not possible. How many big, large-scale companies call it Best Buy, right? Call it, I'm sitting and driving. There's a Papa John's over here. Um, Well, I'm about to drop off some soap that we service to a, a tunnel car wash, right? They're going to do a lot more business today than you are. Let's just leave it at that. You, you might not like them because you're a detailer and you're telling their customers not to go through a car wash. And that's completely fine. I totally get your your reasoning. But from a business aspect, they're going to do a lot more volume and a lot more revenue. Their business will be intact a lot more than majority of detailers. Okay. Just the way it is. That was not a knock. There was nothing that was just, if you just look at the spectrum of business, right? The flip side is they got $4 million tied up into it. So they better motherfucking be doing it. Right. Uh, which is why I tell detailers that you say car washes are your competition. They're not, you should stop saying car washes are your competition. They're not your competition. Uh, it's completely not your customer base if it is okay so let's let's move on from there but so these companies here that i'm looking at there's no way that today there's no way even this hour they achieved 100% perfection not even possible so so a thing that we should keep in mind as detailers trying to go from 1 year to 2 year to 3 year to i want to make it 15 I love what I do so much. I want it to be my career. You have no fucking clue what you're going to be like at 40. I had no clue what I was going to be when I started detailing at 24. I had no fucking clue. who I'd be at 40? I was just scared that I was going to be there. I never thought I'd live this long, honestly. Um, and and so perfection had to go out of the window in order for the company Total Auto Solutions to grow. I've had to learn that by bringing in, when I brought in team members, and and as you guys have seen, we've had team members come and go. You know, We've had team members that moved on and pursued what they wanted to with their career, completely get that, um, and is just thankful for the time that they spent with us. Ray now is one of those. Ray has, I'm very sad to say, Ray's turned in her notice. She, her ultimate desire is to go into paint and body. And so she's taking a job with a dealership, uh, you know, trying to learn the paint side of the business. So we wish her absolutely all the best in her pursuit and what she wants to do. But, you know, I couldn't, there's no way. If you knew the underlying, the back end of what, you know, are Ray and I's dynamics. And, you know, there's no way I could have pushed her for perfection. Absolutely not. I'm not a perfect person. I make mistakes every day. So who am I to try and push her to perfection? So if you're going to try and grow a business long term, you have got to bring in team members. And there is no fucking way that you can expect a team member to be perfect. And then you can then you've got to learn then how to manage them. Not yell at them, not not scold them, not not belittle them, not continue dog them, right? Not uh OCD overly uh judge them uh what's the micromanage not micromanaging them but you're gonna have to learn how to grow your business with somebody that doesn't perform at the level that you're expecting All right that's a whole nother dynamic of growing a business versus just being a detailer and that wasn't a shot either but that's a, hopefully an eye-opener there's a lot more to detailing cars than detailing cars To grow a business, you're going to have to not be perfect, develop team members, and continue, continue, continue to grow. Do you think that your business could be more successful at 70 to 80% than 100%? If you had 10 people performing at 80% and 5 at 70%, would you be better off in a business model than you trying to pursue 100% perfection all the time? You would. You would. <sighs> a lot of that it's going to have to happen with sucking up a little bit of pride though. When we look at what we put out, do you put it out on a low volume scale because you're trying to achieve perfection? Or do you put it out in a more of a massive volume scale to see where you fail, where you do wrong, continue to grow in where you do right, and then bring in support staff to help where you fail, and then continue to work on where you're not doing the best but don't ever stop putting out more and more and more and more and more, right? So you see the flip? Taking yourself out of the comfort zone of a couple cars to 10 cars will dramatically increase your your revenue, dramatically increase your brand awareness if you do it right, dramatically increase your opportunity to be in business in five, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, versus just pursuing perfection, and always trying to do 100% all the time. All right, that's a little bit different of a take for you, a little bit different if you're gonna think Monday motivation, but that was a text that we sent out, and I've had some really good dialogue with some guys and females, Uh, Let's just say some detailers. That community for us is doing really well, so if any time you need help, I wanted to offer it out to any of you, one nine one eight eight hundred one one eight eight right so anytime you got a question we are going heavy with our tax texting anytime you have a question 918 800 1188 you know what and it can be about anything you know or if you just want to say hey what's up <laughs> all right talk to you soon hey for those of you also that are going to SEMA, really got to let you know, SEMA Pint Night is coming up, right? We are now eight days away, eight days away from SEMA Pint Night. You need to get registered. Pint Night is going to be a lot of fun. Free beer at the Gordon Beers Brewery. SEMAPintNight.com is where you need to go to pre-register. SEMAPintNight.com. Hey, this is Marty, Total Out of Solutions, Hope you might get a great day. So what does that mean to you? Right, I think that's the question I've been thinking. Uh, I was like, hey man, that was okay. That was decent uh, content. Maybe somebody will think about it for 20 seconds. But let's say that they do, for those of you that go, okay, uh, that's me. I need to start figuring that out. The next question in your mind if you're like me you're gonna go okay cool oh well, how do i do that so first off i would go down and start writing out thinking in your mind however you want to do it things that you don't like and or things that you don't think that you should be doing all right one of the very first things that i started doing or started not doing that I didn't think that I should be doing, that probably doesn't make sense at all, uh, was I outsourced my bookkeeping. But sure, I could have done it, but boy, that would have taken up time doing something else. And there were years for a little bit that I did do most of all of my bookkeeping and then just had an accountant do my taxes. Okay, so I would put in with QuickBooks what I was supposed to, and then the accountant would I don't know whatever accountants do Uh, but then I started realizing okay I just need to outsource the bookkeeping too it was just safer, smarter it freed up my time Um, so maybe that's one thing that you don't need to be pursuing energy on trying to be perfect at because you'll never be and it's just your business is going to fail you need to outsource stuff could be wheels, tires fenders, bugs off the front um, could be scrubbing carpets, could be vacuuming the pre-vacuum, could be all different types of things, could be somebody washes while you do something else, right? Parts of your detail process that you can outsource, in a sense, aka bring in some help so that you can speed up and do more vehicles, Right? Save the stuff that you want to be overly picky about for you, since you're the perfectionist, and have the stuff that doesn't need to be perfected. Uh, Let somebody else do that, and then you can train them on what to look for. Okay, so uh, there's that. Uh, You can uh, outsource all kinds of stuff that maybe you don't want to spend time on. I struggle with videos and editing videos, but I'm having to do it now until I can afford somebody to do it for me. But you can definitely outsource videos. You can outsource your photo editing. You can even outsource photos. You can have somebody come take photos of you while you're working because you can't stop the work to take photos of somebody else doing the work, right? Either way, whatever, figure out ways in your business Write down things that maybe you don't like to do or things that you don't think you should do and then begin to try and outsource or hire and train to meet those needs, okay? Once again, this is trying not to run a perfected business and do everything in life perfect, but to create more uh, opportunity for yourself and your business. Still going to do good work, still going to be good detailers. The only way to grow is and be a sustainable business is to do that. But what are some ways that you can outsource? What about uh, different forms of marketing? You can think of email marketing, which I suck at too. A couple different things, right? So just start writing down, talk to somebody, talk to your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your wife, your husband your whoever that you need to maybe another detailer and you guys start coming up with things that you guys struggle with and uh and then see how you can begin to outsource and team up maybe you both find the same bookkeeper so that you can let her know that or him know that uh you got more than one account that they can work on i don't know there's all kinds of stuff anyway start jotting hey and make it a great day